the Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a cloudy hill country morning. It was, uh, I thought my alarm had gone off at the wrong time. It was so dark. My uh, bedroom window faces east. And so, you know, for a person who's not a morning person, that's just not the best way for the bedroom window to, to face. Or I don't know, maybe it's a good way for it to face. Uh, it's in my face every morning. when, uh, And so this morning I thought, well... Um, the alarm clock must be off or something because it was awfully dark out there. And then I looked out the window, and sure enough, we got a good cloud cover. So uh, thanks for tuning in this morning. You're listening to the Matt Long Show. The point of me coming in here every day is to get you engaged and involved. Not just uh, whine and complain, but get engaged and involved. Um, in fact, when I first came onto this program two and a half years ago, my point was in, uh, that they got plenty of people on the radio waves who whine and complain all the time. So there's, uh, I wouldn't be bringing anything new if all I did was come in here and give you a list of complaints. And so that uh, you've got plenty of that to choose from. I wanted to bring a new product. And this product, the Matt Long Show, is about getting engaged, about doing something. And, uh, and so that's what we try to do here every day is to, if we do present a situation or a problem, which is what we usually do, talk about things that are happening in this state, um, we want to come with some kind of engagement, something you can do about it. And uh, so that's uh, that's why I come in here, and that's what this program is all about. And if I get off track on that, y'all just let me know. Just let me know. I get plenty of emails, uh, texts, and uh, you can get me through... Uh, the uh, Hill Country through the Ranch Radio email. That's Matt at RanchRadioGroup.com. Matt at RanchRadioGroup.com. And anything that you send to the Fredericksburg Tea Party, FBG Tea Party at Gmail, I'm the first one to see that. And if I think it needs forwarding on to someone in our organization to take care of a situation or problem, I do that. But I'm the first one to read those. And so that is also a good way to get in touch with me. So just let me know if I'm getting off track, then uh, you need to inform me, let me know, and uh, keep, me, keep, keep me in line, please. Uh, we got some things on your calendar. If you live in Fredericksburg or if you live in Gillespie County, the city council tonight is going to have a public hearing. You heard that right, a public hearing. So let's break this down. What does that mean, public hearing? I think it means they want to hear from the public. Well, let's put it this way. I'm going to take that word want to out. Uh, public hearing is where they get to hear the public, whether they want to or not. And uh, the way the City Council of Fredericksburg has acted and even publicly stated before, they really don't want to hear from you, right? I mean, they made that pretty clear several times uh, since this last December. It's even on record. 
it is on record them saying that on record that they would just as soon not hear from the citizens and so that's even more reason to show up tonight at uh, the public tax hearing the it's going to start at six o'clock i would suggest you get there early um let's see i think six i'm trying to find the uh my note note on it here um yes six o'clock um wednesday september 15th that would be today at the city hall in the fire training room that is on uh, the square on mark plots it's on the southwest corner of mark plots where all the big uh, fire trucks come out that is where city hall is and where the uh, fire training room is so show up they put that in a pretty small room because usually nobody shows up so let's surprise them tonight let's show up to that tax hearing even if you don't want to speak about it i don't know how many times i have to stress this you you i know most people do not want to speak in public i get it i'm i know and and to testify or speak in front of a committee that's tough but for those few who have chosen to do that they could sure use your support just by you being present in the room i can't tell you how big of a difference that makes knowing that when I'm up testifying in front of a Senate committee or a or a House committee in Austin or city council or county commissioners, that I know that there's people behind me, people behind me who are supporting me, who are there, who maybe even be saying a silent prayer for the people that are up there testifying. If I know that, it gives me so much more confidence, and it, it's just so important. So, if you live in Gillespie County, you know the city taxes are going to affect you. If you live in the city, they're definitely going to affect you. So, you need to show up tonight. Very important. I would get there a little early, uh, check with Jeanette Hormuth, who will be there, and, um, yeah, check with her and see see what's going on tonight. All right, that's uh, that's tonight. Also, what else do I have here? Let me pull this art, this story up. On Friday, the 17th, there's going to be a POW-MIA ceremony at the VFW Post 7105. Uh, that is uh, located on 710 South Washington in Fredericksburg. And uh, that will uh, consist of setting of the POW-MIA table. The first time I saw that, it, it kind of took me by surprise. But it's an empty table with a setting on it, and it is for our POWs or our missing in action folks. Their speaker is going to be Dr. Joseph Milligan, um, Colonel USAF retired, and uh, then we'll uh, have um, uh, treats and uh, what have you. So this begins at 10 a.m. on Friday at the VFW Post on South Washington. Of course, Boots and Barbecue this Saturday. Are we looking forward to that? That's going to be so much fun. I bought me some manly footwear yesterday. Um, and uh, I guess uh, Bob's been eyeing the prize that cons uh, some people consider manly footwear. I promise not to wear them with shorts. Um, that, there you go. So, um, yeah, I wear shorts. If it's over 55, I'm wearing shorts. So, 
Uh, yeah, um, I did wear them around the house last night, and my wife got no pictures, um, but I just wanted to get them uh, uh, feeling good. So, yeah, I was walking around my house last night. I thought my cats were looking at me kind of funny. I think they know better than a man to walk around with cowboy boots and a pair of shorts. Even my cats knew that that was not cool. So uh, we're ready for Boots and Barbecue on Saturday night. It's going to be an absolute blast. There may be, if there are if there are any tickets left, I'm telling you it's probably less than five tickets. All right? So don't be afraid to go to uh, the FredericksburgTeaParty.org and click on the link to take a look at uh, to see if there are still tickets available. And please don't call me or ask me for a hookup or for tickets on that because I, I can't even get. That's what when you delegate something to someone, that means you stay the heck out of their way. So uh, George is taking care of this, and uh, no way. I, listen, I, I pay for my tickets, so um, don't don't call me. Uh, I'm not the guy to call. I don't know the exact count, but uh, your only way to find out is to go on to our website Click the link to purchase tickets and hope there's some left. All right, September 25th, we've got the March to the Border uh, down in uh, McAllen. We have some other uh, border rallies going on in October, the first week of October. I'm going to bring you more information on that. Um, but for right now, give you a little bit of a Ben Franklin, and then we're going to take a short break. Let's see, what is, uh, oh, I don't know. Here's one I've never used. He that by the plow would thrive himself must either hold or drive. Basically, I think Ben's saying that uh, if, if you're going to uh, be good at something, you gotta either, you got to be in charge of it. And uh, don't leave that up to someone else. So y'all stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. By the way, you can find this uh, program up on Spotify every day. I try to get it up uh, early uh, sometime uh, before noon. Sometimes it doesn't get up there till later. But uh, search for The Matt Long Show on Spotify, also available on Google Podcasts as well as Apple Podcasts. So uh, wherever you get your podcasts, um, there you go. Here's a new choice, The Matt Long Show Search for The Matt Long Show. And uh, there is actually a Matt Long who writes a travel blog. And so it comes up right with mine. But see, mine has my handsome uh, face uh, standing in front of the Capitol, easy to spot. And uh, there you go. And no, I'm not wearing shorts. Um, that's my uh, uh, go-to-Austin clothes, uh, my grown-up clothes, my Sunday go-to-meeting clothes is what I wear to up to the Capitol and uh, so there you go. Speaking of clothes, um, I just got a whole bunch of new T-shirts to go with my shorts, and they are an, an American-made company, all American. The cotton comes from America. They're all everything's manufactured in the United States, and uh, it's called uh, I think it's called the All American uh, Clothing Company or something like that. But check it out. I kind of like the idea of buying a, a shirt that wasn't manufactured in china so um there you go 
Uh, let's see. The Texas third special session is set to begin this coming Monday, September 20th. And uh, what is a special session? Well, in the state of Texas, the governor, we have a part-time legislature. We have a part-time legislature in Texas, and they meet for 140 days every two years. And uh, if there's something important that comes up, the governor and only the governor can call for a special session, which is to last no longer than 30 calendar days. And it is. Um, it also can only... Uh, can only deal with matters that are on the call. That is the official term, on the call. And what that means is that the governor has to give specific items that you can do during the special session. Now, we have learned in these last two special sessions that it is possible to file all kinds of bills that have nothing to do with the call in a special session. But the issue is that there's about four or five different places where a point of order can be brought to uh, stop that bill from moving. And then at the end of the day, if none of the points of order are taken and it makes it to the governor's uh, desk, he can just veto it. So that is a special session. It's very, very difficult to have a runaway special session. Now, Having used the term runaway, that's what the Democrats did during uh, the end of the regular session, um, all the way through the first session and into parts of the second special session. Will they show up on Monday? We don't know. There has been threats because of the biggest call on this special session has to do with redistricting. Historically, Democrats have left the state when redistricting comes up. They want, here's what the Democrats want. They do not want the legislature to do the redistricting. They do not want people you elected to redraw the lines that determines who you get to elect. Just seems kind of strange that that's, they, they, what they want is a committee. And I've seen the committee make up, and I think some of the members of the committee are elected officials, but some of them are not. Listen, we don't want government action uh, of any type that is not coming from lawmakers. And we're learning this in out of Washington, D.C. these days. And without spending a lot of time on that, but you'll notice the parallels here. The, 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 this edict that came down from uh, Biden this last week, um, had to do what he said was that he's going to require uh, all businesses with um, employees, over 100 employees uh, must require all their employees to be vaccinated. Well, if you listened carefully, he's not making that order. He's putting it off onto OSHA. He told OSHA to create a rule. See, and there's the issue. So, see, it's not a law. It's just a rule. And, and Biden's not doing it. He can't do that. He's an executive. He, he, he doesn't have the ability to do that. So, see, that's going to be their way out of this. So if you say Biden made an unconstitutional order, well, you know, kind of depends on what the lawyers say on that, doesn't it? Because what he's actually doing is directing OSHA to create a rule. OSHA has not created that rule yet. It's going to be months and months before that rule comes out. There will have to be a public input taken on that proposed rule. That input period is usually 30 days, I believe, and uh, after public input. So what they're counting on with just the president saying that is they're counting on 
employees with over 100, they're counting on your ignorance. They're counting on you going, oh, well, that's new rule. Biden said, I saw it on TV last week. And let's all go get vaccinated. They're counting on that because by the time this makes it through the courts and by the time uh, everything is said and done on this, we're looking at least six or eight months down the road before, at least six or eight months before that is even uh, forced upon a business owner. Okay, do you follow me? And so if your business is rushing to get you vaccinated, they either, that's that's on them, all right? If they're telling you the government said so, no, the government hasn't said anything yet. That's going to have to come from a ruling from OSHA. They're going to have to take the public input. See, I wasn't going to talk about all of that, but there you go. Um, so redistricting, redistricting. I know where that circle came from. It had to do with unelected officials making rules, and so... That's the uh, same way OSHA is doing it. That's what the Democrats want to do with your um, with your lines of uh, which create your Senate district, your congressional district, your House district, and uh, your State Board of Education district. So, the uh, besides redistricting, that should have been the only thing on this call. In fact, we knew this special session was coming. Uh, before, in the middle of the regular session, we knew that in September sometime, after August was what we knew, after August there was going to be a special session for redistricting. So the other two special sessions have brought some things in that have not made it, and so we've added them on to, uh, the governor has added them on to the third special session. First of all, we've got $16 billion in federal coronavirus aid to divvy out. The disbursement of $16 billion in federal aid. They've got to figure out who gets what. They've got to divvy up that pie of your taxpayer money instead of giving it back to you. I think that would be a good place to start. And here we go again. Requirements that youth athletes compete within their biological sex. I'll make a prediction here that uh, since it's going to the same committee that heard it the last three times, yes, count them, regular session, first special session, second special session, now it's going to be a fourth time, it's going to go to that same committee. And the Speaker of the House is going to do that on purpose. Um, he, he could surprise me and send it somewhere else, um, but uh, there's uh, rhinos, there's not a whole lot of surprises that comes out of Republicans in name only. You know how they're going to behave. That's why we call them rhinos. So Phelan will probably send this back to the same committee so he can say to the governor, I referred it to a committee, and the governor can say to us, we tried to get this through, but those dadgum Democrats, no, this doesn't go through, not because of a handful of Democrats. It goes, these, this bill will not go through because of a bunch of re- people with R's by their names who we continually elect to go up to Austin, including someone that some of the are in my listening district. If you ask, if you'll, I'm going to try to find the interview that I did with Mr. Younger here about a year ago, and he did not know, he did not know whose district he was speaking to. He named one name out of his interview of someone who stopped this process two sessions ago, um, I believe it was two sessions ago, who stopped this process of this transgender 
insanity going on, and it wasn't a Democrat that stopped it. It was a Republican that stopped it. A Republican that represents uh, something like, uh, I don't know, 13 or 14 counties in the Hill Country. That's the Republican who stopped the movement of this bill several sessions ago. So we keep bringing it back, keep sending it to the same committee run by the Democrats. Everybody gets to CYA. Everybody you elected gets to come and say, well, we tried. We tried to get that bill through. Believe me, we did everything. They absolutely don't believe. You know, I'm not going to call them a liar. I'm not going to call them a liar. They just, these guys that represent you, they know, here's something they know, that most of their voters don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's just it. They know, they know that most of the voters in their district are not paying enough attention to what happens in Austin that they can say anything they want to say that happened in Austin. And then if someone like me comes along who goes to Austin all the time and has a practically a, a small military force of 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 uh, good patriots who go up to the capital and who bring back and tell me and and we we're up there together and we know what's going on they badmouth us when we try to tell you the truth they badmouth us the representative will badmouth me and say oh you just cherry pick you just this you just that and they're counting on you not knowing what's going on in Austin that's what they're counting on, and they've been counting on it for years, and they can't stand people like me who come along and tell the truth of what's happening in Austin. What else is going to be happening in this third special session besides that transgender crap that's going to go through back to the same committee? Um, cur uh, they want a curtailment of vaccine mandates by state and local government entities. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, Governor Abbott, there's so much of this you could have done in the last two years and you hadn't done squat. So he's going to lay this off onto the uh, House again. And then here we go. Here's the big one, folks. I know the one you've been waiting for. The one you've been waiting for, the establishment of a criminal penalty for what? For uh, lying about voting? No, for transgendering your for whacking off uh, good medical parts of your child? No. Is this has something to do with crossing the border? Oh, no. Well, what else could it be that it's so important that it goes into the third special session? Are you ready? Establishment of a criminal penalty for the unlawful restraint of a dog. That's right. That's right. Governor Abbott thinks that's so important that he's going to put it into the third special session. Wait a minute. Don't I go back? Is there anything there about the border? Hmm. No. Nothing about the border, but by golly, we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have a criminal penalty for the unlawful restraint of a dog. Thank you, Governor Abbott. You out there? You still supporting Governor Abbott out there? You still got your head so far up the in, deep in the sand that you're still supporting Governor Abbott after what he's done? You're looking like California. How many people supported Newsom after everything he did? How many people supported Newsom? And you're still out there supporting Abbott. You still think Abbott's the greatest thing since sliced bread. He's such a nice man. Oh, he was under such pressure. Look what he had to do in this last session. What he had to do last year. He did the best he could. No, George, George. I started to say George Bush, which wouldn't be a much different, would it? 
Governor Abbott, Governor Abbott paid no attention to your constitutional rights, not only the Texas Constitution, but the U.S. Constitution. He threw them all out the window in the last two years, continues to do so, asking for your vote. And you got friends out there in the Republican Party that are still throwing fundraisers for Greg Abbott. And this is now, yeah, oh yeah, we 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 got to have this new criminal penalty for the unlawful restraint of a dog. That's more important than the border. That's more important than everything going on in the state of Texas. We're going through an insane time, and that's what Governor Abbott thinks is a good idea. I need to take a break. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. And no, I didn't calm down. What I didn't tell you is what to do, right? I gave you the whole little uh, spiel in the first quarter about I'm going to try to bring you something to do. And uh, so here's what you're going to do. Here's what you need to do. Here's your action item, all right? And it's going to be easy. It's a couple of phone calls. And I'll tell you why it's going to be easy because the chances of you getting a human being on the line are <laughs> very low, okay? Um, but you will get a message machine. You will get a recording device. Um, keep it short. Um, I think there's a limit. Someone told me that the governor's uh, line for leaving a message is, oh, if I give you a number, I'll be in trouble um, don't count on this, but I think someone told me it was two minutes. Um, I would keep it under a minute, but here's what we need to do. You need to call Governor Abbott's office, and no, I'm not going to get you the phone number. Get 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 online. Go to Texas Legislature on that's capital.texas.gov. That's capital with an O. dot Texas dot gov, and uh, you'll find everybody's phone number you need there. You'll find out all kinds of stuff if you haven't been there yet. Shame on you. We've only been talking about it two and a half years. Capital, that's capital with an O, dot Texas, dot gov. Go check it out. We call it TLO, Texas Legislature Online. Everything you need, every phone number you need, everything about every bill, everything is there from the Texas Legislature. So go there. Get Abbott's phone number. Call him. Tell him how upset you are that he thinks that the uh, dog restraint is big enough to go on to the special session. Tell him there are more important things than that. All right? And uh, let him know that you're not happy with that. Be nice. Be nice. You can let someone know you're not happy and be nice. All right? And uh, then, next, call Dade Phelan's office, the Speaker of the House, Dade Phelan. Oh, listen, I, I, okay, I'm going to say it. Be nice. I know it's going to be hard. I, I don't even know if I could have a hard, if I could be nice to Dade Phelan if I was sitting in a quiet room with him or stuck on an elevator with him. I would probably last a minute or two being nice, and then after that I'd be reading him the riot act. But here's what you need to do. Call Dade Phelan and tell him, do not put that the transgendered athletes, the girls 
the Protection of Girls bill, all right, tell him do not put that in the same committee again. Don't put it in the same committee. Put it in another committee. Or replace the chair of that committee. Replace the chair of that committee with a Republican, with a real Republican, not one of those other squishes that you put on the on the education, the public education committee. This needs to go to another committee where it will actually get a fair hearing, where it will actually get voted out of committee, because every time this bill has come up, it's never gotten out of committee, all right? And I've gone up now, testified on this this uh, three times in, in this calendar year. I testified on it during the regular session and during both special sessions. I went up and gave testimony on this bill. It never got out of committee, out of the House committee, any of those three times. I'm dis- debating or deciding whether to go up and testify a fourth time. And the more I think about it, um, absolutely, I'm going to go testify a fourth time, even if it's in front of the same committee. And you need to go. You need to be there with me. You need to have my back when I go up there. All right? These are sca- this, is, this is scary times. All right? These are scary times. And if you can't get up off the couch and do something, if you can't make a phone call, if you can't take one trip, one day every two years, people say, man, I got to work, I got to do this, I got to that. I get it. I understand. I absolutely 100% understand, right? But I'm asking for one day every two years. Let's see what, there's 365 days in a year. In two years, that would make, uh, let's see, 730, 730 days every two years, I'm asking you for a commitment of one day out of every 730 days. How hard is that? How hard is that? One day. One day. Go up to the Capitol with me in this next special session. When this bill comes up again in front of the committee, go up there with me that day. Just one day, every two years. Go stand behind me on this one. Come stand with me and behind me. Be in the room and pray for me. In fact, it may even be an opportunity for you to meet in a very kind and Christian manner some young person, some 18, 19-year-old child of God who has been sold this bill of insanity about the ability to change their God-given gender, you might have an opportunity to start a conversation with one of those kids. Yet You might save one child just by going up there. I'm telling you, God things happen. When you get yourself engaged in prayer, God things will happen if you'll plug yourself in and and actually do what you believe. You know, I talked to you about my American-made T-shirts I bought and got in last night. One of them says on the back, don't just talk the talk, walk the walk by American. So don't just talk the talk about, oh, this horrible transgender bill in letting boys go into the girls locker room at the high school 
letting little girls think that they were born in the wrong body and 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 they want to go to the boys locker room in the high school folks this is the, the adults need to remain in charge when that child is 18 or 21 or whatever age it is of uh, of accountability now that we have a legal number on that they can do whatever they want to with their body i frankly don't care my dear i don't give a care i do not care but when a 12-year-old is misguided by their parents, when a 9-year-old is misguided by their parents and taken down this path, we got problems. We need to take care of that. And you, you can't come one day with me to the Capitol, one day every two years. One day out of every two years, go up there with me and stand behind me when I testify yet again for the fourth time on the insanity of we actually have to have a law that says girls can't be boys and boys can't be girls. We have to have a law about that. And I know you're upset about it because I hear it all the time. And then when I go up and testify, I look behind me and I go, wait, where where, where is everybody? Everybody's so upset about this. Where are they? You're not that upset. You're not that bothered. Or you would show up and do something. So what I want you to do, I want you to call Governor Abbott. I want you to tell him that this uh, uh, this uh, restraint of a dog, just pull that off of the special session. Let's get to real things. Call Dade Phelan, Speaker of the House. Goodness, there's a whole list of things you could tell him. Tell him you want to punish those uh, those Democrats who left the state. You know, one of them, Erin Zweener, I think that's her name, um, she uh, took her per diem and donated to the Planned Parenthood yesterday. Two sessions of per diem. You know, you hear this number, $220 a day, blah, 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 just added up. Two sessions, her per diem was $10,067, something like that. So she wrote a check to Planned Parenthood. That's her way, see, of paying back. She's going to give all that per diem that they should have never gotten paid for in the first. She should have never gotten a penny of that. And now that $10,000 is going to a Planned Parenthood. Um, uh, one of their offices, I believe, I'm, I'm not even sure where. I'm too, I don't even want to look it up. I don't even want to look it up. It's going to a Planned Parenthood office. And, um, yeah. I think it would be a rip. I'm telling you what, I think it would be an absolute blast if we came in during this special session and punished those people and made them return their per diem because Mrs. Weiner then, or Zweiner, or Zweiner, I like Zweiner better, Zweiner, Mrs. Weiner, and I'm sure it's a Ms. Um, or a they, I don't know what her preferred pronoun is, but man, it would really, it would really be fun to watch her have to reach into her own, her own dadgum pocket and pull out ten grand or and 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 pay it back since she's already given her per diem to Planned Parenthood. That would make it come out of her pocket. Oh, that would be so fun. Oh, that would be so fun. And listen, I've seen uh, I've seen her up at the Capitol a whole bunch of times. She don't have a whole lot of money. In fact, she'll even tell you that in one of her uh, testimonies. She was uh, she talked about how much uh, 
how much she relied on Planned Parenthood because she was, I don't know, a single mom or poor or something, right? Some kind of uh, victim of something. So, yeah, she's not a she's not a trust fund baby and uh it'd be funny to watch her try to scramble and get that $10,000 to pay her per diem back. Wow. So do that, make those phone calls. That's what your thing is to do today. We're going to take a short break and uh I'll be right back. All right, there you go. Coming back right away. It was not Erin Zweener. My apologies, Mrs. Zweener. Um, she's guilty of enough other things that uh, she had that coming anyway, whether it was her or not. It was Michelle Beckley. Michelle Beckley. I think her preferred pronouns are uh, Larry Curley and Moe. I think those are her preferred pronouns, but I'm not too sure. I don't have a public record of that. Uh, Michelle Beckley. Not the other one I mentioned. So, uh, Michelle uh, Beckley, yeah, she's easy to recognize and uh, because she's uh, got blue hair. Well, the front half of her hair is blue. It's like she was, I don't know. You know what it kind of reminds me of? If you're, you know, you've been in that uh, uh, worshiping the porcelain god and you've got long hair and maybe the front half of your hair goes down into... Uh, the uh, porcelain uh, uh, god there, and it's got some of that blue in it. I think that's what that looks like. What happened to her hair? It's got that blue right over the front heart, her front of the the front third of her hair is uh, that blue color, which I think it's supposed to mean something. But if you don't know what it means, it's not doing a real good job, is it? Um, so, yeah, her per diem, um, she sent a check uh, for $10,076.89, and that is her per diem from the first and second special session received as a member. What do you think about that, folks? You know, I never did the math. I, I knew it was 221 per day. I knew that number, all right, uh, per diem. I, I, I knew that number. Um, but I never sat down and did the math. And over a special session, over two special sessions, that that's like bonus money, right? A special session is like a bonus. Let's think about it. Legally or whatever, they meet for 140 days once every two years for 140 days. So you can do the math on that, and they're per diem. And they also have a salary of something like, six thousand dollars a year I, i'm not i'm kidding i mean i'm not kidding it is it's six or seven thousand dollars a year very low uh, salary for being a representative um but then they're per diem at 220 a day and then of course they have a budget for their office so they're not paying for their office or their staff out of their out of their salaries or anything and so what we have here the, all those people that left skipped out didn't do their job they got $10,000, $10,000 each for those Democrats who fled the state. And are the Republicans in charge? Are they punishing them? Are they asking for the money back? Are they taking away their seats? No, they're not doing any of that. 
And so she's got all that pocket full of money, and she just goes and gives it to Planned Parenthood in, uh, yeah, like I said, I didn't even want to look this bill up. I'm glad I did. Um, and so what does she say? Um, as a small business owner who didn't have access to affordable health care, I used Planned Parenthood for years and know firsthand the importance of the health care services they provide from breast and cervical cancer screenings. That's a lie. That is an absolute lie. No Planned Parenthood has a no Planned Parenthood in the United States. In fact, you call one up and just ask them, do they have the machine for detecting breast cancer? That what that mammography machine. They do not. Planned Parenthood does not own any of those machines. If you go in for a mammography, they will send you out someplace else that will not be there. So she did not have a breast cancer. She did not have a mammography there. All right. Pregnancy planning. The only planning Planned Parenthood is doing about your pregnancy is how quickly they can kill your baby. That's the only planning that is going on. And then she told us something else. She says, oh, yeah, and uh, let's see everything that here's all the awesome things Planned Parenthood does, from best breast and cervical cancer screenings to birth control and pregnancy planning to testing and treatment for sexually transmitted infections. I got no problem with that. And gender-affirming therapy. Oh, isn't that great your Planned Parenthood does that gender-affirming therapy? The work Planned Parenthood does in our Texas communities is absolutely indispensable. Absolutely indispensable, says Michelle Beckley. So she gave her per diem. Ten grand. Could you use ten grand for not doing anything for sixty days? We're going to take a vote in here. Bob, could you? Bob raised his hands. He would take ten grand for not doing anything. There we go. All right. It's uh, <laughs> Lorraine says she's not sure. Yeah, Lorraine. Yeah, yeah. You're a, you're you are not being honest here. I would take ten, I would take ten thousand dollars for. Oh, the repercussions. Okay. All right. So, what do you want to? What do we want to do? What do you want to do? Call Phelan. Tell him to tell him to challenge these guys. Don't let them get away with this. They must be punished for their misbehavior. It's obvious that there is the power in the House to punish these people. It is there. The power is there. It is in the Constitution. They can do that. It is in the House rules. I'm sorry. I'm not sure if it's in the Texas Constitution. It is in the House rules that every member of the House, including Democrats, voted unanimously back on January 12th of this year to accept those rules. Every one of them accepted those rules. Once you accept the rules, that means you're going to buy into the rules. And if you break those rules, you're going to expect to be punished. Because you're going to look at that and say, you know, if we break this rule, they're going to punish us for it because we, we're not supposed That's what you expect. And so if they're not punished by Dade Phelan, if your representative does not want them punished, call your rep today. Ask them what they can do to get these guys punished. All right? See if your representative thinks they ought to be punished. See if your representative will call Dade Phelan and and, and give Dade Phelan a, a message from you. See if they'll do that. Give them a call today. Call Dade Phelan. Tell him 
You need to punish those Democrats, and for crying out loud, don't put that that girls' protection bill back into the Democrat-controlled public education committee. Even the even listen, the Republicans on that, they're going to say, well, it's not controlled by Democrats. See, there's one more Republican on that committee than there is on the on in in than there are Democrats. So I tried to do a little research a couple of weeks ago, and I said found out that from one of the experts on uh, 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 the rules up there, I said, so we've got a majority of Republicans on that committee. Can they call for a vote on a bill even if the chairperson does not call for the vote? Is there some way the majority of the committee can push that? And there isn't. They can try it, but at the end of the day, even though they're a majority, it is up to and only up to the chairperson of that committee as to whether allow that vote to happen. There's no way around it. Only the chairperson can recognize that motion. And if the chairperson does not recognize the motion, it doesn't happen. So the point of having the majority of Republicans on there is almost lost, right? Because the, the Democrat chairman is not going to, is not going to um, recognize a call for a vote if he doesn't want to. If he or she or they or Mo or Curly or Larry don't want to, they won't. So these guys, they, they've got to be punished. They've got to pay for that. I would love nothing more than to see Michelle Beckley have to dig into her pocket and come up with the ten grand to pay back the state as her punishment, right? And try since she's already given her ten grand away to Planned Parenthood. Oh, it would just be so much fun to watch her scrambling. I wonder if she would call Planned Parenthood and say, uh, "Guys, uh, do do me a favor. Can can you?" Uh, can can I cancel that check? Uh, I, I have to. That's not my money. It, it it belongs to the taxpayers, and they want it back because I didn't do my job. And and so can I? Can I have that money back? Do you think Michelle Beckley would do that? I don't know. But if they punish them, if they say, "Hey, you got to pay your per diem for every day you were not here, for every day unexcused absence, you don't get your per diem." then uh, it would be over with. You know, another thing you can do when you call Dade Phelan today, you can tell him, do not do automatic deposits for paychecks of House members. No automatic deposits. See all those guys in Washington has got their automatic deposits put in and they had access to that money even though they weren't doing their job. So tell Dade Phelan they need a new rule. From now on, if you want your paycheck, you got to go and pick it up in the office. Pick up your check in the office, like all the rest of us, absolutely. you got to go in and pick up that check. So there you go. You call Abbott today, call Phelan today. Make a difference. And then please, I know a lot of people already do this anyway. They will send me a text or they will send me an email and say I made the call. Please let me know you made that call today. Please remind me. Please let me know that what I do in here is not a waste of my time. All right? Please help me out here. Give those guys a call, then let me know you called. You know how to get in touch with me. Folks, y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. And uh, 
We'll have a good program ready for you tomorrow.